Welcome to the Scrap Happier Podcast, where we share quick tips, tricks, and techniques to help you create scrapbooks you love and be happier while doing it. I'm your host, Alice Bull. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't believe it. We are here at episode number 50. Can you believe that? Five zero? It has been nearly a year of podcasting. I am so honored to be bringing you tips, tricks, techniques, all the fun stuff about scrapbooking. So I thought we should do something kind of special for our 50th episode. I'm bringing together some of the best tips and advice that we've had on scrapbooking mindset. And you can trust me, there have been so many good nuggets shared this past year that this was quite a challenge. So I'm trying to cram probably too many things into too short a time. But I think that by bringing all of these good tips in one spot, it gives us such a great resource. So settle in. We are here for the good stuff. Let's start way back at episode number two. Our theme for this episode was why do you scrapbook? I really felt that if there was only one episode that you actually listened to of the podcast, it should be this one. Figuring out the reason that you scrapbook is the best thing that you can do in order to make sure you're achieving your scrapbooking goals. I asked some of my friends from Scrap Happy why they scrapbook and my friend Tina Campbell, she just said the best thing. It was like she took the words out of my mouth. Here's a clip from that episode. When I asked Tina Campbell why she scrapbooks, her response just, oh, it resonated so strongly with me. I love taking photos and I also love photo albums. But when I started scrapbooking, I noticed that I love documenting my photos artistically and with a story. I remember as a kid when my mom would get the slide projector out and we would have photo slide nights when she would tell the story of that photo. I really wish she would have wrote down those stories instead of just the names and ages or the year that the photo was taken. I hope I'm accomplishing what I wish my mom did in my own way, and I hope my kids and grandchildren appreciate what I have done. Once you figure out why you want a scrapbook, sometimes it's good to figure out why you're not scrapbooking. And so in episode eight, we looked at perfectionism. I called that episode the Vortex Quagmire Snowballing Pit of Despair, aka perfectionism. And here's a clip. As the time goes by, we just feel more and more intimidated and we get frustrated with ourselves for not having taken action on this project. It's like, how can I even call myself a scrapbooker if I haven't scrapbooked my wedding or I haven't scrapbooked my the birth of my child or I haven't scrapbooked Fill in the blank because there's something, there's one project or maybe a couple of them that are holding you back and you're just not getting them done. And here's the worst part. The reason that we want to do this project is because it is so important. It is so special. It is so valuable. It is so precious. And that's the most frustrating part of all. Here is this thing that is so important and we're just not doing it. It's not getting done. We're sitting in that pit of despair. <laughs> and Maybe we're not desperate. It's I get it. It's a scrapbook page. But the more that thing sits there being not done, it weighs on our mind and it feels heavy on our shoulders. And the last thing you want when you sit down to enjoy your scrapbooking is to feel that guilt. 
because that's what it is. It makes us feel guilty for not even doing it. And because we keep putting it off so that we can do it just right, so we can give it the justice that it deserves, what happens? What happens when you save it for later? Well, what happens is that we forget the details of the story. We forget the little things that happened on that day. We forget the quotes. We forget the things that people said. We forget that it's harder to scrapbook this later. And perhaps you're listening and thinking, well, I'm not really a perfectionist. I'm more of a procrastinator. Don't worry, we brought in a real expert, a literal doctor, Dr. Christine Lee. She is known as the procrastination coach, and she was here to help us with our procrastination issues. Here's an excerpt from episode number 12. We need to preserve that energy because there's so much in the world, especially these days, that can be a drain on our energy. And we're responsible for just, you know, protecting ourselves and our inner happiness so that we can do the good things that we want to do for ourselves and others. Like scrapbooking. <laughs> like scrapbooking. And by the way, scrapbooking is a way to preserve your energy. You can look at scrapbooking as, oh, I have to drag my materials out. I have to schedule this. I have to figure out which pictures go where. I have to face the, the drama of like, is this going to work out? But it's also that it, it just as easily could be, this is my private time. This is my expansion time. This is my gratitude time. This is my play time. This is my honoring my family and my memories and my life in general, but scrapbooking in particular. Uh, it's a really, it's a really heart hobby. It's, it's, it's something that we do because we love people and we love our memories and we love our life and we want to preserve the good feeling of today for tomorrow. So um, I'm all with the hobbyists and, and the scrapbookers and for doing things that make your heart feel full. Oh my gosh. I wish everybody could see me shaking my head right now. I feel like a bubble <laughs> toy because my head is just going, yes, yes, yes. And like, even in the way, like the subtitle, is it called a subtitle for your book? Like the stay motivated, cultivate good habits and achieve your goals. To me, those are so connected to what I'm trying to accomplish when I'm trying to scrapbook. Another common concern I hear from scrapbookers is that they're judging their own scrapbooking. They're judging the quality of the pages, their design, the way they write. They just don't think that their pages are good enough. And the first thing I want to tell everybody is that your pages are good enough. If you're making them, that's what's really important. There are so many different styles and ways to scrapbook that there is no right and wrong. I also see that fear of not being good enough holding people back from trying new techniques. So here's an excerpt from episode number 13, Not Good Enough. It's okay to be bad at something. Yep, that's what I really said. It's okay to be bad at something. Most people actually suck at things when they try them for the first time. You can tell yourself, I'm going to try this and it might be bad but it might not be. And I think that there's no place in our life that's actually easier to do this, to try different things and to try it and fail or to try it and succeed or to try it and kind of be somewhere in the middle than in scrapbooking. Because when it comes down to it, what are we playing with? Paper. It's just paper. 
or maybe it's digi scrapbooking and then you have that magical undo button. But say you're working with paper. Paper is relatively inexpensive. Okay, not scrapbook paper necessarily, but some of it is. But it's relatively inexpensive. And if it's bad and if you mess it up or you don't like what you make, you can literally throw it out and start again. And if you're worried about testing a new technique on a big scrapbook page and then being unhappy with it, try out new techniques on cards. I personally think that is the best way to learn a new technique is to test it out, try it on a card before you adapt it and use it on a scrapbook page. Cards are great. If you make a great card, then you'll be happy and you can send that to someone. If you make an okay card, then you'll be able to send that to someone too. And if you make a bad card, well, either you send it or you throw it in the trash. It's not that complicated. In episode number 16, Motivate Me, I took on the common misbelief that we don't have enough time. One of the reasons that we don't scrapbook is that we think that we don't have enough time. Sure, we may need more time than we have every day to complete a layout or a project, but why don't we take just 15 minutes to work on a project? And let's be real, are you really too busy to spend 15 minutes on your scrapbooking? Because if you're actually too busy for that, you're probably too busy. And I get it. We all have days where we really are too busy and that extra 15 minutes doesn't seem possible. But then we can go back to that question. Do you really want to do it? Because we make time for the things that we want to do, the things that are important. Okay, right now I'm sure you're thinking, Alice, you said I was going to be excited to be here today. And right now, this isn't very fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is literally my reality too. I'm reminded of the scene in The Lion King when Rafiki the monkey hits Simba over the head with his staff. Rafiki told Simba that change is good, but Simba said that it wasn't easy. Then suddenly Rafiki bonks Simba on the head and Simba yells, Ow, what did you do that for? Rafiki replies, It doesn't matter. It's in the past. And Simba says, Ah, but it still hurts. And Rafiki replied, the past can hurt, but the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. And really, isn't that the lesson that we're trying to get here? How to change, which is hard, but that we're learning from our past mistakes so that we can do differently in the future. I, for one, am ready to make that commitment. I'm ready to make that change. And I know it might hurt sometimes. It might be hard. It's definitely not going to be easy. And hopefully it won't take a big stick knocking me over the head in order to make the change. But I really want to do something different. So every time I start thinking that I don't have enough time to scrapbook, I'm going to do something hard. I'm going to do something that's not easy. And I'm going to make the time to scrapbook because it's important to me. In episode number six, Finding Your Voice, we talked about how to write journaling that actually sounds like you. Here's a clip from that episode. I think when we get the person that's reading our journaling to hear our voice in their head, that's when we really win with our journaling. We want to bring them along for the ride. We want them to be on this adventure with us. 
Now, if you're nodding your head saying, yeah, yeah, I want to do that, but how? (laughs) Then this is my best tip. Record your voice. I know, I know, it's kind of painful, but it really works. In episode 42, we looked at a brilliant scientist named Claude Shannon. He was brilliant in the field of computer science, but he didn't actually stay in the field of computer science. He changed his mind. He moved on to different fields. He studied really random things. He advocated for studying wide rather than studying deep. And of course, you know, that had to be turned into a lesson about scrapbooking. Here's an excerpt. First of all, if you've ever suffered from distraction and you've left one project undone and started a new one, maybe you're a little bit more like Claude Shannon. Maybe one project just inspired you more, and so you left that other one to the side. Is that really a problem? Is the guilt warranted? Should we even feel bad about that at all? If we move from one project that we were bored of and did something that inspired us much more, isn't that actually a lot better? One thing I've noticed with my own scrapbooking is that when I try different things, I feel so much more energized when I come back to my scrapbooking. So next time you don't complete a project, next time you don't finish up a layout, maybe you don't have to feel that bad about it. And for our final reflection on creating a good scrapbooking mindset, let's talk about joy. How do you maintain the joy in your scrapbooking? In episode 34 called Maintain the Joy, I shared what keeps me happy when I'm scrapbooking. Part of my fun that I find in scrapbooking is trying all the different techniques. I want to dabble in every medium and every skill and play with every tool. That doesn't necessarily mean that I use all of my skills all the time, but I don't expect to either. That's right. For me, trying new things definitely makes me filled with joy when it comes to scrapbooking and many other aspects in my life, which is just my way of introducing the next 50 episodes of this podcast. I'll be sharing insights into the mindset, into the design, into the story, into the fun. And of course, we'll have a few interviews with some great scrapbooking peeps too. If the excerpts from these episodes have made you a little curious, I'll have them all linked in the show notes so you can check out the full episodes. Thank you for listening to the Scrap Happier podcast. One way you can show your support is by sharing the podcast with a friend, or you can go and sign up for our email list. I know, I know, nobody really wants an email, but these ones are great because I actually send really helpful and really inspiring information and you'll get exclusive invites to join me for live events. These are only open to Scrap Happy members and the people on my email list. So come and sign up at scraphappy.org slash subscribe. Please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to your Instagram and tag me at Scrap Happier, I'll repost it to my stories. I hope that this episode, our 50th episode, inspires you to create scrapbook layouts that you love and be happier while doing it. Happy scrapping!